0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Moderately Successful Podcast, where my co-host and I, we're just trying to figure out how people are living life on their terms. Whether you're making six figures, seven, no matter what the monetary income is, just defining success in different ways, we're trying to figure it out. For ourselves, and my co-host, Chris Chan, Austin Rogers, my name is Matt Campbell. Welcome to another episode. What, what up? up? All right. Internal cast again. Usually we have a special guest for you guys, but unfortunately, some things came up, so you just got the crew today. Taking a look in the lives of where we're at, what we've been up to, and uh yeah, just having a good old conversation. Oh yeah, it? man. What's going on, guys? How's the day been? Busy. Yeah, busy, you know. I feel like things have been picking up a little bit. For all yeah. three of us, I yeah. I think we're all in like for everybody we're hitting
1: our stride. Mm-hmm. It's a great trajectory. Yeah.
0: I feel like words starting to finally get out about the gym. I don't know, it's been busier in general. Maybe it's the end of summer though. No,
1: everybody's getting busy. All the trainers are starting to stack up.
0: Yeah. That's what's up. It's kind of a cool, a cool vibe. Mm-hmm. Cause like in the morning, especially I don't know, like nine, nine ten. Bro, you oh, should it's see that. You should see the six a.m. club. Everybody Dude, is it
1: really that? Bad? Oh, it's oh, it's dope. It's I, really? I love it. It's a vibe. Really? Oh yeah. Hell yeah.
0: Someone was asking me the other day. They're like, uh, they're like, maybe I'll come in earlier because I don't know. There's no one. Oh no, there's. I was like, probably one of the busiest times. Five a.m. is definitely the the time. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, yeah. let's get into routines. Okay. Get Into routines. Speaking yeah. of early, because Austin, I actually I'm. I want to know yours because you get up probably the earliest out of us all. I don't know about you, Chris. Yeah,
2: definitely not, f-
1: not as early But as this possible. is like a
0: struggle for me. But you're up at like 4, 4 a.m. You and Whitney, right? Yeah, she's
1: up too. But she's up and she's like,
0: good morning. Yeah, yeah. You take <laughs> and, a little bit. And I'm up and I'm like,
1: okay, I'm awake, but I'm exhausted. How do I get myself prepped yeah. and right so I can have a productive day? Yeah. So, I usually get up. I'll jump in the cold shower. Get my adrenaline going. Um and then I'm either going outside for a walk, or I'm going to do some breath work, some meditation, um, and then grab my coffee. Take another half hour just to, my, to collect my thoughts. Um, sometimes I like to do some journaling and kind of gauge where I'm at for the day and what I want for the day. So like, again, we talked about auditing with one of our previous guests. I like to set the intention for the day, more, more so with how I want to act, so like, How does Austin want to react to the day? Um, Moving through it with less reactivity Mm -hmm. and more so with intention. So like if something does arise that there's a conflict, I know how to handle it. So i prep my brain for it already.
0: Are you like writing it down or are you just like kind of
1: mindful about it? Both. So I'll write things down, but I'll also do like affirmations. It's like it's it's not a very alpha thing to do, but I like to, you know, tell myself that I'm confident. I like to tell Mm -hmm. myself that I'm strong. That's important that I am capable. And the more you tell yourself those things, you'd be surprised. Like, you actually start showing up as that person. I have a lot less worry going going through my day because I've established who I am and who I think I am. And I think that is so important for a lot of people.
0: When did you start doing that?
1: Probably in Arizona. So, like, five-ish years ago already. Um, I, I used to move through life very anxious. I still have anxieties, but… I think those anxieties were because I would worry about things and then mm-hmm. react and avoid. Mm-hmm. Now I prep my brain. So I had the expectation there. So if again, like I said, if something does arise, I know how I'm going to handle that situation.
0: Yeah, I like that.
2: So that's like a huge intrinsic motivation right there. Because I feel like like just writing down like, oh yeah, I'm worthy. I'm able to kind of do this stuff. Mm-hmm. Or not kind of, but like I'm able to do this. I'm able to be the person I want to be. Like I feel like that's even something like for me, like I don't necessarily write it down, but I just tell myself in the morning like,
0: all right, today, we're going to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys do that on like a larger scale? Because I've heard from, you know, entrepreneurs and whatnot, they'll write down, well, even I think Brian talked about it when Mm -hmm. he was on here, but I've heard of other people, you know, if say you wanted to make a certain salary, you write down, I am this person at this age making this salary. And then
1: you like talk about like the law of attraction. Like you put those things in the atmosphere and you start to notice them more. I think it's the reticular activating system. Mm-hmm. So like you buy a specific car, you start to see that car on the road more yeah. often. Right. So it's like oh, the yeah. same thing. You put that vision in your brain and you start to see the opportunities come to you. So… Yeah. I, like isn't point that
2: point. kind of crazy though? Like yeah. kind of side topic. But like when you actually see the thing of a car, you actually see it more often. 100%.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's weird how like, it, like I pay attention to that stuff.
0: Isn't it called like a from a psychology standpoint, it's like confirmation bias?
2: Yeah. I,
0: I think Is that so. right? I, I know. It's Similarly, one of
1: them. yeah, yep. yeah. I mean, if you're already if you're already thinking about something, you're gonna see it. Like it's confirmation bias. I think is similar. Um, but yeah, I think you just you you confirm what you already believe, right? Mm-hmm. Which again just asserts that what we're talking about anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's almost like uh, I was thinking about this today because I saw someone on their their social media put manifesting, and for me, I, I'm not necessarily like. You know, I manifested that. But right. I think you aim at something. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And you, and almost subconsciously at first, you start to take the action items because you're so… You're thinking about it so much. And then the action items obviously pay off. Yeah. Whether it's one small step at a time. Then you take a stride. And then suddenly you're in this whole different, you know, existence. Totally.
1: Mm-hmm. And there there's a spiritual aspect to that too. Whether that's your God or it's just like you think the universe is partaking in your journey. Um, I think you should be connected to something and have faith in something. mm mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Leave it up to something else, not your own
0: intervention. Right. What about you, Chris? What's the what's the routine look like these I, days?
2: And how's it changing? So my routine right now, it's complete polar opposite compared to Austin's. Um typically my first client usually mm-hmm. is an in-home client at 7 a.m. So I'll do literally the most least amount of time I can to get out of the house <laughs> to make it to that session. So I'm just like, okay, I can send my alarm at 605. I'll snooze it for five minutes, then I'll snooze again. There's something about that snooze, snooze, sleep. Again. <laughs> snooze. I'm asleep as a, sleep a thing. Jen fucking hates it. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah just she, get up. Yeah. No. She figure it out. I'm just like oh, okay, hold on. <laughs> and then as soon as six twenty hits, I take a shit. Okay. And then, <laughs> then I just scroll on Instagram. Just like, like affirmation, Whoa. same thing. Yeah. yeah. Affirmation thing. Yeah. <laughs> just like you know, just scrolling through Instagram, I see Austin's first post of the day. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> he's already up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: dude okay. okay on the Instagram I gotta know cause I'll do it sometimes and some people are like hey I don't touch Instagram until yeah do you guys feel some days I do cause it's, it's like if I have something come in since I have an editor for my content sometimes I'll check and I'll get on and you know yeah. you start to schedule everything but do you feel like if you do it like 30 minutes in your brain almost kind of just but like the, it almost like they have studies on that though that
2: confirm oh yeah that. yeah it's I have definitely like feel like it's a problem where I'm just scrolling I mean all three of us I'm sure like it's just like yeah, we get an instant dopamine release, but it's like what for exactly? Because mm-hmm. it's like yeah, I use social media for majority of my continuing education now, but there's also stuff I'm like, oh, that's a funny reel. I'll just send it to either of yeah. you two, or I'll send it to Chandler or whoever. And I'm just like, what the
1: fuck? Is I think this it's a, it's a for? time and place thing. We need restriction. Yeah, just like anything else yeah. that is enjoyable, we need restriction. Yeah, as it becomes to like, it starts to take over our dopamine. It does. Like if you wake up and you have that dopamine rush first thing in the morning from Instagram, it's like you haven't earned that dopamine. It's yeah. just given to you. So you're not teaching your brain to function that way. No. It's
0: weird how that works. Yeah. Do you guys feel like if you control it? Like sometimes I feel like if I'm in more control, so if it's almost like a post and ghost type of deal. That's better. I don't. I don't get the same no. uh, mushy feeling. Because like it's like, are like, doing yeah. it for the right, right. reasons. So I go on it it. schedule. Exactly. A yeah. Maybe I check on you guys yeah. and then like I'm out. Yeah. yeah. The I problem is when we
1: it. post… For the likes. Yeah. For the engagement. Yeah. It's like… I think
2: that's the hard part too. Is just because like I follow some people who are big on… Oh like the only time… Like the time where you post is like the best time you post. Like no matter what time. But like where you're able to like share it to whoever. And then you're able to comment. Like that's apparently like the best hour. I I don't know. Whatever like the, the best metrics. time is. Yeah. Like whatever the algorithm algorithm is. But so like I'll be on Instagram for like an hour after I post even like for the entire hour. And then like, yeah, I'll try to my best to comment and stuff. But like, yeah, it gets engagement at the same time though. It's like, it's pointless because it's like, oh yeah, like thanks for liking my funny reel or whatever.
1: That's where I have a problem too. And like I come back to these ebbs and flows of things and I have to realize like post let it go otherwise yeah. like we're not living in the moment we're not being where we are like with our oh, feet it. Sure. and it's just like then I'm living through Instagram and that's my reality mm-hmm. yeah. this is my reality And I need to remind myself yeah. this is where I live
2: and like you and I talk about that all the time it's like it's just social media just social
1: media it's like we put so much weight on it
0: for no reason yeah, yeah.
1: not to say it doesn't help us it's yeah. giving us all business right
0: yeah it helps, but if you're on it for the sole sake of checking yours, it's like you're no longer providing value. You're trying to you're it's, trying to gain it. Right. Especially
2: you know? like there's like a funny funny meme I saw. It's like back in like World War II, guys were just fighting wars. Now guys are just looking at every ten minutes who liked their or who viewed their there Instagram story. It's like, dude, Sad. yeah, <laughs> it's weird. General, Wonder why do there's you do no that? great men in this country. Do you do you care who views your stories? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, all right. So, you're yeah. a chip guy. We got a toxic king, yeah. <laughs> stay toxic. Oh, you're still watching my stuff, and
1: like, that's on
2: you. Yeah, it's a motivating piece. Yeah, yeah. So, it's a you're a toxic piece. king, yeah. That's your extrinsic that's motivation, fair. right there.
0: <laughs> all right, Chris. So, you 605, you just yeah, uh, so 605. I see you, you just flushed. Is. You just bust your out. You're off 620 I flushed. You have six twenty. You're, or you're just like your body's ready to go.
2: Oh, like, dude, uh, I I'm just like you know what? Fuck it. We're just it's out, here. Yeah. It's like <laughs> we'll try to get through this session. So you're pretty
1: regular, at least. Yeah, I'm uh, consistent uh, with it, at least. That's you know,
2: good. <laughs> um, but as soon as it's like I hit, cause like I, when I get in my car, so I'll get in my car by like six thirty-five, um, and then as I'm in the car, like driving to my first session, I don't play any music. I like to just kind of just be in my thoughts. So I guess like that's like my routine mm-hmm. is on my way to my first session. I'm like, okay, like this is how the day's gonna go. And as soon as I hit like three green lights, if it's like in a row, I'm like, this is gonna be a great fucking day. It's, it's already got momentum. Yeah. Versus if I hit a first red light, I'm like, fuck. Yeah.
0: But yellows yeah. across the board. Yeah. Boise's like that though. If you hit greens, you can you can go. You can go pretty yeah. Pretty. You can go a long way fast. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But that's like. My morning routine, it's nothing special. I don't journal. I mainly like write my goals the night prior. So I go into bed knowing like, okay, like tomorrow I got this, this. Okay, shut the brain off. And that's where like the next morning of, I'm just like, okay, like get ready. Just do this. Like I'll leave my clothes right next to me on my bedside. Like on the floor. smart. Yeah. So it's like I just sleep in my underwear. And then just like as I wake up, I just put it on, put it on head to the restroom, do what I got to do, brush my teeth, take a dump.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fresh are you a are are breakfast guy? Uh,
2: my breakfast consists of either a protein bar or just protein and oatmeal. And it's like on the way to the session.
1: Yeah. Okay. But clearly you're highly functional and you have like a full loaded schedule. So it not everybody needs the, the regimentation, I don't think.
2: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think I just kind of like… With Zach, how he goes about it, where it's like I try to make an impact day by day. Like I do that, but then I also have like my goals from a week basis, month basis, um, quarterly, biannually, and annual goals. So I try to like make as best of an effort to reach all those goals within that timeframe. Like within the day and so forth. So it's like I can write down, okay, like I hit this, I hit this. So like my typical notes that I write for goals are… Be a great husband, because obviously I'm married now. Um, Walk Levi in the morning, depending on if I have early morning sessions or not. Um, Kill it in sessions. Write programs if needed. Work out. If I can hit those
1: five, then I'm golden. Do you have that written down, or is this something Oh, you do?
2: Yeah, I write those five things down now.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. I like that. How do you go into your first session, like, mentality-wise? Mentality-wise, I kind of, like, it. kind of… doesn't sound
2: I don't want to make it sound selfish, but I also like to go off how my client's feeling too. Yeah. I don't know how you guys feel with your first sessions, but if my client's feeling run down, I'm gonna turn it up a notch. But if they're already like ready to go, then I'm gonna match their level. So that's how I kind of like to go off of. Yeah. Because I don't want to go where it's because I'm a big psychological fan when it comes to how a person feels going into each session, where I'm like, I want to meet where they're at. Yeah. Or because I don't want to go where it's like too high. Then that's where like they get too route. They deck. should feel connected. Exactly. I agree. So it's just like, how's the morning going? Like, how'd you start? Yeah. And how do you feel like, are the, do the kids get cranky in the morning? Right. Yeah.
1: Connecting them on like a, a legitimate level. Mm-hmm. Nice.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm more like Austin. I have to have see like yours. I do like the drives to work. That's like a little thing that I, I like that too. I don't have it as much anymore because i live pretty close to here. Yeah. But when I was driving to you know further workplaces, thirty minutes to an hour, it was it was like perfect because you can sip your coffee, you can kind of get your mind right. Yeah. But I I've been struggling to get up because I usually my day starts a little earlier because I've been training in the morning starting this week. Hmm. But I've I've been liking that getting it out of the way. But before that, I almost need to process a little bit for like an hour, yeah. You know, thirty minutes at least, where you can just sit down and just think, just think. Maybe you know, walk outside the dog or anything like that. Um, but obviously, as you know, you have to get up freaking early, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's almost like if I don't if I don't have that hour to two hours, I I feel rushed the rest of the day. It's yeah. it's like the yeah. two hours is the ha- really happy spot for me. Mm-hmm. If I have yeah. a six a.m. client. I
1: really should be up at four. right? Like even an hour and a half feels rushed to me. I don't feel like I'm fully there. Mm -hmm. Like what… How has this transition been to getting up earlier?
0: Oh, it's been pretty good. It's it's been like a… It's been in waves. You've had some earlier mm -hmm. sessions too. Yeah, I'm starting to get earlier sessions. So those are starting like nine or ten, which is making it even more because as you guys know, you get an early session and then you might have an hour gap between a couple of them, but it just extends them out further. So you're not getting, you know, out of the gym till three, four. And then suddenly your evening routine has to kick in immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, if I want to train, usually I train for an hour. That's my whole thing. But obviously, that takes more. You have a commute time, 30 minutes. Yeah. You know, just prepping yourself. Do you, do you have that blocked into your day specifically right now? Yeah. Well, so that's been another thing. It's just scheduling. I was telling you guys this yeah. last week, I've, I've always been kind of like have the schedule in my head. I'll write some things down, but now I've been blocking everything out. Literally, yeah, like good. Google Calendar is loaded and that's been helping quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like, it's almost psychological too to where if it's on the calendar. You, you're probably going to wake up, you know, because you've been, you've been, I don't know, just focusing was on it. anticipation. Yeah, focusing on it. You're thinking about it the night before and you're like, okay, like I have this at this time rather than like, hey, I should probably get up and do some stuff. Yeah. Are
1: you already noticing benefit from like the restructure?
0: I would say tr- uh, training, having something to train for has been huge for me. So I have a Spartan half marathon in November. And not that I wasn't consistent before, but it's, it's a different level of consistency. I think that's helping knowing that I'm actually putting forth effort towards something. And then uh-huh. if I miss a day, it's like, that's going to have, you know, either dividends or it's yeah. going to, it's going to affect you negatively. I see it yeah. rubbing off into your
1: business too already. Oh my God. Yeah. Like there's been a, there's been a difference. Yeah. It's like you've started to get things in order and now everything is kind of carrying into momentum and you have some, like, I feel like you're really hitting your stride right now with business. Like you you've got a, almost a pretty full client load already mm-hmm. getting a lot more athletes um, the hyper trainings take off, taking off. Yeah. Um, pretty diverse with clientele. Like, do you, do you see, has there been a crossover? Or do you feel like intuitively different?
0: I feel like my mindset's has changed. Um, I've gotten way more. What's the word I'm looking for? I'm just going with iterations. So it's, it's almost like chasing failure with everything is, is the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. So for example, like with business and just empire itself. I mean, like this last week, it's like, I've got 500 door hangers, and I hired someone to put them out. And it's like, let's just see what happens. Like, I don't care what happens. I just want to yeah. them out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've hired the content editor, and I a lot of times she'll send me stuff. And I'm like, I'm just going to post it. So I've been consistent with posting again, putting my stories up, obviously, some of the, the bare basics that you should do as a trainer. But it's just, I'm no longer, and this will be interesting to talk about goals because you talked about how you have, like, daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, maybe, you know, bi-yearly, whatever they are. But I'm almost getting into the into process based. Where it's like, let's just keep iterating and and refining the process. Mm -hmm. And let's just see where it gets me. Obviously, I have long term things in my mind that I want to achieve, but I'm not focused on them at all as much anymore. It's like let's just keep trying things and make sure I'm putting my foot to the gas. And yeah. I think
1: that's what carries you too, is the processes. Mm -hmm. It's so hyper focused on the long-term goals, but they're they're negating like the daily tasks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you're seeing that return by just in implementing those processes on a daily basis and having more micro goals, like weekly goals. Yeah. Those
2: micro goals are such a game changer.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Because it w- it, it's like when you're just so focused on something so big, it's a question mark. So it's like, how do you fill that question mark? So it's like, if you just have this goal, it's like, okay, what what do I do now? So it's like, you have to make things, like how you're saying, like on a micro level. Mm-hmm. It helps so much.
1: How have you, how have you factored that into your regimen? Like micro micro goals or like weekly goals? Do you have like a client goal for the week?
2: Yeah. So kind of like with my client goal, so I typically like to do between 25 to 30 sessions a week. So it's like how can I manage to get to that point? And if it's like more than obviously that goal, that's totally fine because it just means more money. So I like to have like 25, 30 sessions a week um, and then kind of seeing like, okay, after that how, how much does that accumulate? Because obviously every session is going to be a little bit different in price. Uh, depending if they're like one, two, three times a week. And then on top of like having online clients too. So then I'll schedule out like, okay, we're going to have a FaceTime session with this person, hour, this person for a half hour, this person for a half hour, this person for a half hour. So I like to set a specific day, which is every other Sunday with those specific clients. And then so I'm like, okay, that's going to recruit X amount of money, X amount of money for this week, X amount of money this week. And then so I like to look back at past months and then just have like… Because I do it all through like… I mean you guys see like my spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. So I like to have what's okay. This month I hit this. This month I hit that. How can I make more than that? How can I make more than that? Like it.
0: Yeah. What do you do
1: Austin? For like micro goals? Yeah. yeah. I, get, I, I truly live like on a day-to-day basis. Like I have, I have goals but they're pretty broad in general we were mm-hmm. talking about this at coffee the other day like i want to start implementing more more goals that are that make me uncomfortable mm-hmm. yeah. like whether that's the house that i want or mm-hmm. the car that i want or the trip that i want to take i want to start putting bigger things out there so that i am like having more like 3 month 6 month year 3 3 year goals uh, but like i said intentionally every day my goal is to keep myself to a high standard, bring my best, like make sure every person I interact with feels like I elevated them in some way or like they never feel like I'm bringing them down. Like I, I, I carry that into every single interaction that I have.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's ca- really helped me out consciously because I used to be a very pessimistic person. So if I can interact with somebody and have a, a positive connection with them, that spirals and again it creates momentum in a different way and i see more opportunities because everybody that engages with me can have something positive to say um but from like a routine standpoint i just i want to have a workout every day and then i want to do things that set me up for the next day so like recovery routines at night i take a salt epsom salt bath again go for a walk or i'll do like a cold a, a polar plunge um but yeah it's like I'm managing my day-to-day emotions, so it, it just it takes a lot for me to do that. So I have to have all of these things to check off. Mm-hmm.
2: And do you feel like that's tough for you to like have like that like those micro goals to reach like a higher goal? Like, I think to, like being so like hyper focused with like just just the day, for sure. Because it's like your day compared to my day. Like, oh, totally. if I had your day, I'd be exhausted and, mentally.
1: But and that's but. That's how I've always been. Yeah. Like I'm somebody that is such an analyzer. I take in so much data. So I need to find a way to compartmentalize it. I have to. I have mm-hmm. to have outlets. Otherwise, I just it just weighs me down. I'm somebody that needs peace and I need alone time. If I can't shut off, you will not get the best of me. <laughs> yeah. I need to go home and I need to really shut it down. Yeah.
2: Like prioritize. You, you that. do
1: take like what, two nap two to three naps a day? I have to. Like when I'm going, I'm going. When I'm with my clients, they feel me. Like, I'm yeah. there. I'm, I'm with you. Like, I'm bringing energy and we're going to do this. And you have my full attention. So, I think sometimes, whereas I take… I do those processes to set myself up for success. There's also other processes that I'm missing that sh- that would also be setting me up for success. So yeah. Like, the nutrition. I, I'm not eating enough right now. I'm fasting in the morning. Like, today I had eight sessions in a row. Like, from 6 to 2 p.m. Not eating. That's a lot. And it's yeah. like, when you start your day that way, bro, I'm I'm diminished. So yeah. like I need a nap. So like I, I block out like at least an hour and I'll take a nap. I'll put my headphones in and listen to some binaural beats. So like they'll, they'll put some tones in my ears and it'll create equilibri- like an equilibrium of tones in my brain. It'll put my brain in a brainwave state that allows me to relax. So like you, you literally signal your brain to go into the state that you want it to go in. Mm-hmm. And then it allows me to calm down my nervous system. I shut down. I sleep. I wake up a little bit recharge, and then I go back to the gym for my second half of the day. like, I'm usually doing,
0: I'm going in the morning and I'm coming back for my workout or something else. Right. Do you ever feel like, so we talked to Jonathan last time because he's he's a big routine guy also Mm -hmm. and he's got a lot, uh, mostly just activities. But I think
1: his always serve him for the most part. Yeah.
0: Do you feel that it's a weakness at some point? And the reason I ask is I think of someone like Alex Ramosi Mm -hmm. who is almost like the opposite approach. He talks about how and this applies to work. But people yeah. are like, oh, I got to do this, this, this. And he's like, yep. I wake up, I do this, and I go to work. Totally. Do you
1: ever feel like… 100%. But I've, I've always been somebody hyper-focused on specific things. Like even when I was a kid, man. I, like my parents would… Um, they wouldn't really give us the most healthy food. I would be… I would have to like beg them to get me chicken and rice and like protein shakes and creatine… And like I'm like I want to get stronger and I want to be better and I want yeah. to be a highly a higher functioning athlete and they're like I don't just eat a a bar out of the cupboard like yeah. just eat what we eat have. Doritos, awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, but no, I want this specific thing because it implies a specific return. Mm-hmm. So I, I get hyper focused on analysis and data. So like if if something has been proved by science, I take that and I put myself in the guinea pig shoes. And I implement it into my routine and see whether it works or it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I've done this in a million different ways from supplementation to nutrition to sleep to cold therapy to cellular regulation to light therapy. Like I've done a million things and I love it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But also, it's like it, it gets to a point where it's… It's a lot. It's, so, it's a lot. Now
2: that I'm curious because since like… Because mm-hmm. all three of us since we're trainers. Like what have you found recovery-wise… Like out of all those things, what would you say are you like the top three, in that that have favored in yours, recovery?
1: So you're not gonna like
2: this, but stretching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, that's fine. That's fine.
0: And and round one in the middle of the floor. All right, fuck. Okay, <laughs> see you later, guys.
1: <laughs> but strictly from a parasympathetic, I was gonna yeah. say a relaxation. Yeah, the relaxation yeah. standpoint. Yeah. So and that doesn't. Dispute anything that you brought yeah. up. So stretching for like performance. I'm
0: more of a foam yeah. roller guy myself. <laughs>
1: you you guys are just trying to fuck with me today. Did you guys come up with this before?
0: <laughs> no, we didn't.
1: But I would say like… I think… Okay. Recovery you said?
2: Yeah. Recovery. Like your top three. I think
1: walking… Anecdotally. Yeah. Walking. Absolutely. Whether it's mentally recovering or physically re- recovering. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're getting out in the sun ideally, or just outside in nature. Yeah. Um, that signals certain pathways for your body. Um, I would say, like I said, the stretching. Stretching and doing static stretching signals your, ner- your nervous system to go into a rest and digest state, specifically post-workout or before bed. I love doing that just because, mm-hmm. again, I'm, I'm pretty high strung. So I need to signal my body to do these things. And I think because I am so self-aware with my body, um, I really, really notice when things do work. Yeah. So, then, like, I reinforce it. Um, then I would also say pro- it, between um, heat and cold therapy. Mm-hmm. So, like, heat therapy, be it sauna or Epsom salt baths, um, and then cold therapy, cold showers, um, polar plunges. And, again, mainly from a systemic inflammation yeah. standpoint yeah. for the cold therapy, I think if your goal is to build muscle, you probably shouldn't be doing much cold therapy within a six-hour window of your workout. Yeah, um, But if your goal is strictly to diminish inflammation and mm-hmm. signal your body to um, shut down those signals, then you're going to do yourself a service. Nice. Because basically what I'm getting with this is so that way it can help you out
2: with maybe like decreasing in time with focusing so much. Yeah. So you can do like obviously you've been doing the stretching and the walking like I'm sure with Kobe in the morning sure and then maybe like a cold plunge or cold shower you may just doing just like those three things would help you out and rather I than do, adding but, in some but many also other things.
1: knowing yeah again the data showing that all of these things yeah can add to you and optimize yeah. you it's like mm. and I could do more yeah. <laughs> I can always do more oh, yeah yeah so it's like I have a hard time not like wanting more yeah like I f- I think I feel better than a lot of people, but I want to feel better. Yeah, so like, that's what I think about. So that's why I kind of want to get into like the life coaching space because I think a lot of people feel like shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they don't know how to handle themselves. So it's like, what things can you do to instantly make yourself feel better? Right. And I think I again, I think I do too much, but yeah. also I strive for more and I want to do more. Mm-hmm. And I, I, feel I like- should simplify, but yeah. I'm also simpl- I also I have simplified. Yeah. This is actually a small chunk of what I've done in the course.
2: Oh yeah. I remember we were in um in Sun Valley. We were in the freaking supplement shop for hours, it felt. <laughs> Dude, it really like, oh, you guys one. were literally <laughs> I was like, I'm I out. I mean, I was a little nerd with it too, but you kept on going on and I was like, shit.
1: I was like, we're hungover no, in a supplement shop. Like yeah, I think yeah. we need to chill out, guys. <laughs> That's where I nerd out is like I love I love supplements. I love learning about nutrition. I love learning about things that just interact with your body and engage with you and help you operate
0: differently. Yeah. What, What's one that you used to do that you believed and then after a while you're like, I think this is more placebo and maybe a little bro science. That's so, what
2: I'm interested in too.
0: Uh, could you be more specific?
2: Like if you did like a supplement. Let's say like, oh, for supplement? example, like supplement uh,
0: like, could be a routine. Yeah.
2: I mean, because like for example, like oh, there's a huge argument about like ashwagandha,
1: like increasing testosterone levels. So I ashwagandha is an adaptogen. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily use it to increase testosterone levels. But anytime yeah. you reduce cortisol, you have the opportunity to, to increase testosterone. Right. So I think just the reduction in cortisol alone is where ashwagandha has a benefit. Right. I don't think it should be a, a like a mainstay. You shouldn't use it every day to regulate your nervous system. But yeah. anyway, um, that's, a, that's a good example. But I think more has to do with like nutrition. I've done a million things with nutrition. It's like I've done keto. I've done intermittent fasting like when i lived in arizona i didn't lift much i ran a lot and i hiked a lot and i did yoga 3 days a week so i was doing mainly paleo diet
2: mm-hmm.
1: where i was fasting until 1 or 2 in the afternoon and then i would uh, i would have a steak with sweet potato and spinach and then i would do the same thing for dinner and that's all i would eat for the whole day jeez and i felt just those two meals just those two meals damn and i felt so completely connected to myself and like so regulated emotionally mm-hmm. I think that was huge, but also made me realize that I didn't have the performance to want to have drive in the gym or have like. Mm-hmm. So I lost. I wasn't super big at that point, but that also wasn't my goal. It wasn't my environment. Yeah. So I think that's something that I pushed away mainly because my goals shifted. Yeah. Like, and I've done keto. I've done like I try even tried vegan for a while. Like, <laughs> you name it, I've done it for at least a few month time frame. Yeah. And really, really did it. Yeah. So there, there's nothing that you've done that you were like, eh, it was… I think everything serves a purpose. I think right. You just it just doesn't… Learn whether it works for you in yeah. that time frame. So that's, if your goals fair. are aligned, then it makes yeah. sense. But I think everything works for everybody. I think yeah. it's just whether
0: you want it to work. Yeah. And a lot of those things are similar. I, mean, I, I, I- think
2: like the big one for me, like supplement-wise, is BCAAs. Because it's just like… The argument of like, oh, it's going to help out with like your muscle recovery. But it's like if you have like enough protein throughout the day… You've already gotten them. You've already and I gotten think it.
1: that's where it comes in though. I think actually a lot of people don't have enough protein throughout the day. I think that's the thing too, yeah. So I think because they lack the protein, they see the benefit because they're not mm-hmm. as sore because they're already not getting enough protein.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Sip on that. I used to do the gallon jug. I dude, did too. same. I think electrolytes. Like, three scoops. I'm like, yeah. oh, yep. it's going to help me grow. Cherry limeade flavor, dude. Ooh, I got my water in, water in every day. It was like… Uh, Evigen oh,
2: flavor? Yeah, yeah. It was
0: oh, <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, let's segue this a little bit. So, and I think this goes for all of us. We are doing routines. We have a fitness side to us. How are you turning those… We'll call them habits and routines into… or Or how are you starting to think about turning them into some of your entrepreneurial ventures? Because if you're so dialed… Routine-wise, mm-hmm. I mean, if you flipped it and you're hyper-focused, I feel like you could accomplish a lot. Oh, 100%. That's where, that's where I'm lacking. That's yeah. where I want more
1: guidance. Because I am hyper-focused on just feeling good for the day. Mm-hmm. That I'm missing out on putting energy into what will set me up for success long-term. So, I'm really dialing on the processes.
0: Mm-hmm. Missing out on the, the bigger picture. Yeah. Do you have anything in mind? Like, are you starting… Is your brain starting to turn? It is. And like… I see a,
1: re- but it, but also like not really. Like I see a return, like just to kind of like um, be transparent. Like I, I brought in almost ten thousand dollars last month. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's the most I've made. Hell yeah, ever right, so, like, yeah, bro. Like after taxes, I, I made like eight grand. Mm-hmm. But still like
0: something I can be super proud of. Right, not something I was aiming for. Yeah, it just happened because I take care of. Yeah, it every but you you subconscious. Oh, well, maybe not subconscious. But you told us. About a month ago? month or a month yeah, and a half like ago? A, that, mm-hmm. that was your goal by the end of the year? I mean, it still is your so, goal.
1: So there is a subconscious thing there. So yeah. maybe, yeah, that's part yeah. of it too. And yeah. I think I have the internal drive even if I'm not like totally aware of it. Mm-hmm. But like, I think that's where it helped me being around you guys because you are integrating more of the, like, here's my weaknesses, but let's really focus on them and engage them and like work towards mm-hmm. fulfilling mm-hmm. these goals that I have.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, what about the, um, you talk about life coaching, and I actually can totally see that for you. How are you starting to put that into practice? Whether it's here with clients, maybe, you know, setting up goals outside of just physical, um, but how do you see that practice coming into play? It's more so been, yeah, it's, it's always been kind of an integration for me. Like,
1: I make sure they're doing routines, and if they have emotional issues or issues with relationships, then I help them kind of either make themselves aware of them, and then, like, Find ways to resolve them. Like I, I hear people complaining about relationships or stuff all the time, and most of the time they're not confronting those issues with the people they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like confront those issues with those people first, and then come back to me. Yeah. So I could I could see like I think that's why I keep some of the clients I keep is because I give that aspect. Like I think I'm a good trainer as far yeah. as like strength conditioning goes, but I think my value comes in from that other side of things. So I think that's my strong suit. Um, I see that coming through again organically. I think at some point there's just going to be an opportunity that comes up for me where I'm going to be like okay this is my next lane and I'm going to step into this role. I don't I don't think it's I don't think I have to aim for it. Okay. I think it's just going to naturally happen.
0: So you're not going to mm-hmm. you know maybe create a service through either the gym here or maybe on, on your own. Potentially
1: and I I've, I've talked to Chandler about creating a challenge before even before we we talked to about creating a challenge yeah. collectively.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I just never Kind of follow through with it, but I think even just creating a thirty-day challenge for people to follow with all these daily habits would be a great segue into me stepping into that lane. Mm-hmm. And maybe creating an ebook where I have specific practices they they can implement, and maybe purchase that for a subscription or something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's it's hard being associated with yeah. a business, right? Right. Because i I would like to step into my own lane, but also don't want to cross um, yeah. empire yeah. either. Yeah, and I think well that's here. where
2: that's where like would be really cool just since like we're really good friends obviously like if us two were "Eh." yeah "Eh, you know I don't really like you man but but if like we actually tried like if say you made the template Mm -hmm. and then Matt and I tried out as guinea pigs that'd be a good place to start and then that's where like I could use that morning routine (laughs) dude same instead of just taking a dump on Instagram I could utilize that
1: but I think yeah. it's finding what works for specific people too. So yeah. I think if I create a general general template, it might not hit. So like you,
0: true. Me slowing, I feel like that's, that's just checking that's, boxes. Yeah. At that point. Me slowing your day
1: down would not probably would probably not benefit you. Yeah. But maybe me finding ways which you're lacking and then like yeah. creating the template that's specific for you would be beneficial.
0: Yeah. Do you ever think about putting that out on Instagram, the life coaching or stuff? like just social? Yeah. I mean, like I don't know if you you give advice to some of these people. That's, you know, away from the physical side of things. I feel like that's a ton of yeah. value that you could offer. And, and you, you can even create social. a poll too.
2: Like if this… Is, would this be something you're interested like in? Like just a talking yeah. head
0: almost. Yeah. I think so. And
1: I, I… Again, I brought up a book club at one point. I had 50 people reach out and said they were interested in doing it. So like just through my… Is that a thing? Are you, are you doing it now? I, I Yeah, I would like to. But that's going to get… That's another t- like yeah. potential yeah. space that I just… With all of the energy I'm putting into things right now, I feel a little dragged down. Mm-hmm it's like, okay, if you can't get your shit together, you cannot recommend other people to get their shit together. Yeah, yeah. You need to take care of yourself first. So like, I'm always
0: waiting because I'm not always feeling 100%. Yeah.
1: But I think I just need to leap into that space. Say, do you feel
0: like that's going to inhibit things? Because I feel like a lot… Well, it's, it's like… From a business standpoint, uh, I, I'm not good enough to start a business. So, like, just start the business and fail. 100%. Forward.
2: Yeah.
0: And that's been my drawback. Because mm-hmm. you've already… Just in within our friendship and even hearing you talk to guests, you offer… You know, things like the routine you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Some people could really benefit from that because sure. they don't have that. Yeah. Um, other than myself. It's like maybe they try a cold plunge and they're like, Oh dude, I didn't even know right that would have helped. Sure. And then you can kind of explain to them. I don't I, I feel like that's something you should
1: I think I I need to probably ex- expand on it and start releasing more towards social media and like mm-hmm. maybe more like me speaking. Right. I, I think I do a lot of photos and people don't really know who so I'm yeah. yeah, they just know the bicep flex.
0: Bicep and alien right. Right. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: I did it once and they're like, is that Austin? I was like, no dude. He doesn't got to sleep. But yeah, no. I think that's, that's a good point. And it's just finding… Committing to time mm-hmm. to block out to do those things. Instead yeah. of going home and like I said… Shutting it down and being like, I'm done. I'm checked out. Like, I can find time. Mm-hmm. like, yeah. Or I can find time to block it into my day. Maybe you know find 30 minutes even if it's 30 minutes just to like budget for yeah. to put towards that other thing that I want to do.
2: And I think that's where I kind of want to talk about now too yeah. is calendars. Yeah. Because there's so many calendars out there. Like we can like some people like just like a like a kind of like the month one where like it has a block and a little daily task. Mm-hmm. Some people like that versus someone like myself, I like using Google Calendar because I can go hour by hour. Mm-hmm. For me that works. From a digital standpoint. But I know there's other people that like to actually have like, like a the whiteboard. hour, hour, hour like notebook. Mm-hmm. So it's like they'll invest like 25 bucks at Staples for that. Yeah.
1: I so think like, that's super helpful. Yeah.
2: So I think that could probably be… That's why I think I love that we use Google Calendar now mm-hmm. instead of our old system. Because I'm able to actually now coordinate everything rather than just having schedule this, schedule this, schedule that, schedule yeah. this. So then it gets all lost in translation. So that's where I like to have just one specific thing and I can color coordinate and everything versus where other people who have like say like the hour by hour just the… Like the notebook. They can highlight this hour, this hour, this hour.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think one thing that frustrates me about that… I mean I do it obviously. I'm, yeah. it's, and it's helping. But I almost like the paper too because then when it's 7 o'clock at night… And I'm terrible at this. And I, we could talk about night routines too. Yeah. But you can't shut it off because your phone does everything. Right, exactly. I was listening to a video again. And you I bring night, him up all the time, shift. huh? Even if it's on night shift, yeah, mm-hmm. you have to look at it. But Alex Hormozzi was talking about work and like he has a separate stopwatch that he turns on for four hours a day to get work done. So everything's away four hours. That's fine. And he tell he was telling someone, "You want to get work done every time you look away, like you stop the stopwatch that you're not working." So you 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 know hit play when you're you're actually working. And yeah. I've tried it a little bit, and I I'm telling you, it took me like over two hours to get 45 minutes of actual work done. Damn! It, but it was crazy.
1: That's but that you never think
0: about that. Yeah, because and I had to like helpful. I had to do it on my watch because I was like, oh, I'll just do my phone, and then like you get notifications. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. But it's crazy.
2: Even that's like it. and that's like Jen actually does a great job of that because since <laughs> she's in school, she'll just fully put her phone on Do Not Disturb or sometimes airplane mode, and she'll just be upstairs. Just knocking out her homework, mm-hmm, smart. and I'm just like, "Fuck! I wish I was that disciplined."
0: I have to have it in a different room. I can't even have it. Yeah, anywhere. yeah, yeah. And then I have to turn all notifications off on my PC too. Yeah, yeah that's what. That's, Mac, yeah, that's Mac, what. Not PCs.
1: Yeah, that's what she does. What do you guys do
0: about work environment?
1: Like, it's been do kind you, of like, well. Where, since I where just where do we do work. Yeah, like where do you get your work done? Do you have a specific place? Do you have a specific time frame where you do most of your things?
0: I've created yeah. a new environment because I just moved. So the kitchen table has turned into like a workstation. Yeah. And at my old house, I could never get work done at home. I had to go to a coffee shop uh, or a restaurant or something to mm-hmm. do work. But now that I've just started doing that, I actually prefer to go back home. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yeah.
2: We just got a, we just got a, de- a desk upstairs, which helps. But um, I actually like to still just go into a coffee shop because I like that <laughs> environment of having people around me. Um, hearing like the coffee machine go off like smelling it it's really at least to me that's like soothing right. But then sometimes if I just like want to just be at home I'll just put on YouTube mm-hmm. and it's a 10 hour like the lo-fi beats it's not lo-fi Uh-oh. beats it's a, it's, it's, a like, mix. it's a sounds of coffee shop EDM oh, okay. oh. Oh. so yeah. it actually sounds like <laughs> EDM dude I would not be able to is get shit then.
1: is it in 4D does it have like a smell sensor too is it, like give you like sprays dude, of I, coffee
2: it would be sick yeah. and then
1: it's just <laughs> coffee
0: so like when you go to the coffee shop, there's always someone next to you having like the heartfelt conversation. Oh, like, my oh my God. And I'm like, I'm trying to listen to this. It's either a Bible study or there's somebody on a date or yeah. yeah.
1: So what do you do
0: like to do for fun? <laughs> well, clearly like
1: coffee. Uh, those, those are the
0: worst, the first dates. You know, what's funny is since I do work at a restaurant, we I get my fair share of serving first dates and you always know uh, when to bring the check because the phones are just out and you're like, oh God. Oh, uh, are we doing splitter together? <laughs> Damn. It's awkward. so it's so awkward. It's been 30 minutes. It's like, ugh. <laughs> How does the
1: serving life affect your current goals?
0: Uh, it's more frustrating than anything now yeah. mm-hmm. because it it's… And I the, the owners of the business that I work for, they're like family to me. And they they know where I'm headed. And so, they do everything yeah. to help me, which is, I mean, why I love them to death. Because I can tell them like, "Hey, I'm going to this event, or I'm setting up a booth here, or whatever it is. I need to stay off, and he'll yeah. he'll make it work." I would say it's it's frustrating now, just because it's 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 just money. It's money to do all the things that I need to do, mm-hmm. and to make up for the gaps mm-hmm. that I maybe don't have a client, or maybe they, you know, fell through for a couple weeks, or maybe it's paying for the editor or whatever yeah. the the promotion items. How much are you paying for the editor? I pay five hundred a month.
1: It so like it's been worthwhile so far.
0: Hundred percent. So I went on Upwork. Okay. And I I there's two what there's no there's another one there's Upwork and then there's Fiverr. I didn't like Fiverr as much. So I kind of, you know, just navigated the sites and I was like, "Oh, Upwork, I can just post a job. They come to me." Specific
1: to the job? Yeah. yeah. So I
0: just posted what I want. I was like social media editor, fitness, you know, fitness content. Luckily, I've edited my own, so I was like, "Here's some pieces that this are, is my style. This is my style and this is kind of what I'm looking for, obviously your yeah. flair." And I probably had like 20 to 25 people apply for it. And Damn. so then I so then I put additional questions on or yeah additional questions I was like hey like what can I get for five hundred bucks that's my budget at this point point. and let me see some you know other pages that you've you've done so you can okay. kind of you know either they're doing just, are you just giving them yeah. long script like edits or like long so so yeah so I ended up hiring this gal yeah. she was a former personal trainer and everything and I liked I liked her work and I actually talked to Chandler and it, this actually kind of helped me out because he was like the more detail you can give the the better. It's gonna run right because if you just put it on them, then you're gonna run into problems, and you're either gonna love it because they're gonna take it with yeah. which feels natural to them. And this actually worked into my favor. So for five hundred, she offered three uh, three posts a week. I have to post them obviously, but three edits a week with three revisions, and I was like, mm, like I want to eventually post every day, but I was like, I don't want to post weekends right now. I want I want to try to like block those off still. But I want to post four times and maybe if I have something on my own, I can post whether it's from Empire or, you know, whatever it is. So, I was like, okay, well, well how, what if I did four posts with one revision? And that's where Chandler's advice came into play because she was like, okay, that's awesome. I was like, because I'm going to get detailed and it works perfectly. Mm. So, we do one revision a week, nice. if that. Yeah. Like the other day I posted and it was like, she just sent them. Yeah. I was like, they're good to What's go. What's the
1: information like, you're giving for each video?
0: So, I'll, I'll just… And, and we're in the first month. So, we're almost done with the first month. She's starting to catch on to the what I foresee, you know, the whole vision of the projects. And we're trying some experimental videos. So, we have like a whole template. But basically, I, I put the title and then I just kind of whatever is in my brain. Like this is kind of what I see. This is a motivational video. Um, if it's a talking head, these are my main points because I might give her… F- Anywhere from two to five minutes of content. Obviously, yeah. it has to be under 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. So I'll say, here are the main points in the video. So make sure you include these. You know, so are you said or- add
1: Jordan Peterson clip here.
0: I did. Oh, yeah. Did so it? I, and so I then know. I go and find if there's a clip, I say, here's the actual clip that you can snipe and put in there so that they, so you know, it
1: still, I mean, it still takes effort on your part. It takes effort, yeah. but
0: I don't have to play around with like an stuff. It's editing not the software. time. And then yeah. I and then I'll go to social media pages of someone that maybe I got the idea from or I might like their page, their aesthetic, and then I include those. I'm like, here's a couple ideas. And she's
1: pretty receptive.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah. And nice. she's starting to pick up on my pickiness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like but, yeah. yeah. But I also told her and I think this is one thing again going back to I'm just failing forward, which yeah. I think has been the biggest I don't know, I'm not I, I I'm thinking in like, okay, this is a seasonal life. What am I going to do for the next five years? Let's just see mm-hmm. where it goes. Yeah, I'll just be like, hey, one iteration. I Maybe it's not completely what I want. Maybe I think it sucks now. I don't like what I said. Just post it and see what happens. If someone likes it, maybe you're, you're just getting feedback. Yeah. And it's like, it's just the process of finding my voice. I don't think I found it yet. I don't think that when someone goes to my page, they're like, oh, dude, like this guy is known for this content. And it's it's just value driven. I think I'm, I have the right intentions. Yeah. But I think I'm just literally going through all these, you know, iterations to figure out who I am and what I want to breach right. and yeah. what value I want to provide.
2: That's all it is. is—is just trial and error. Like, I mean, with anything in life, it's just figuring out like what direction you want to go with.
0: You seem
1: like to be fully aligned at this point, like more so than ever. Yeah. Does you know, that where that set it and forget it approach comes in? It's like, I'm doing this for me.
0: Mm-hmm. But if you
1: guys pick it up, awesome. If you don't, oh well.
0: I think the biggest mind switch for me in the last, I would say mostly this year because I, Last year, I was kind of on the fence. I was doing all these different things. Mm-hmm. And I remember we had a conversation. It was kind of like, you got to commit to this. Right. And Empire was a part of that. I, I think the entrepreneurial game was where I was like, I don't know. Yeah. There's all these options. You know, I have a, a master's degree. So maybe I play it safe and just take a paycheck somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've… And we can get into this. The the burn the boats mentality. I don't know right. if I've completely like, just like jumped ship. I'm, I still right. have a side job. Like, sure. I, I'm, I'm doing okay. Not fully there yet. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm good. But where my mind has shifted is, I, I'm not going to stop. Yeah. I've told, I've told Lindsay that she's on board with it. I was like, hey, like I know where I want to head. Yeah. I know what the the vision looks like, yeah. and I'm not going to stop until I, I, I get that. I don't. It might evolve. Yeah. Obviously, it might have to uh, be controlled. Yeah. Because <clears> I think <throat> entrepreneurs can just you know keep going, keep going. Right. But I think I have good intentions, and I want to help people in the right ways and add value to the world. Totally. And I'm just not going to stop. And I and yeah. it's already paying off. And totally. I think that's where my mind's gone because you just keep trying. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. What about you, Chris? I want to I want to talk about the uh, the chapstick game, the chapstick game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What is your entrepreneurial pursuits? Because you've talked, yeah. you're here at Empire, but you've talked about your own gym, which you've even thought about in the past. Yeah. Um. Chapstick yeah. at EDM concerts. <laughs> that's going to be the title so, of this um, video to get some people. Chapstick at EDM concerts. That's actually a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. But um, yeah. The, the trademark it's, is? Yeah. The trademark is worth Okay. Let's
0: okay. talk about the trademark process.
2: Yeah. So basically with the whole trademark process, it's just kind of like how I get… So I also have an LLC for my own personal training business that I got last year, which I actually need to renew. Same. Next month. Um, but basically I went through… Just looking up um, certain areas of like, okay, how do I like just get this started? And the first thing that popped up was called Ink File. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that. Mm. Sounds familiar, but yeah. I. So it's InkFile where you can just basically file for an LLC and it
0: literally took two days. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah. It's so fast. And oh, it goes Idaho? From the state and federal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's how you did the trademark or your initial LLC? Uh, the trademark. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I so thought the same LLC? thing. I, I don't even, if you like, Actually, no,
2: sorry, just the LLC. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh the trademark, that's a whole nother What's it called? Ink Ink file. Ink file. Yeah, they, have, they have a bunch files. of those sites now where they just yeah, do they it have for so you. Many. Yeah, but it's it's just for the LLC. But the trademark aspect, you actually have to go through certain things, which one of my buddies uh, back in Cali like told me about. But it's like it's a whole step by step process. You have to like go through the state, then you have to set it over to like federal. But I don't know how to go about that yet. But the whole LLC aspect, I'm going to start that next week. So I can just have the name out already. And it's mine.
1: Speaking of that, if your LLC is like expired, does mm-hmm. that mean that that just that LLC is up for grabs as far as a namesake? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: So that's where it's like, okay, I got to get it back.
1: I'm okay. going to go buy Austin
2: yeah. Rogers LLC. I know. I'm like, I just <laughs> yeah. have to renew that. I'm going to hold it
0: against him. Yeah. Well, I guess you got to give me like five clients. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be a that'd be a good move. would be smart.
2: Yeah, but like power for, play. Um, kind of going into like other business ventures. Like, I do have a like a three to five year plan of like, have being realistic with myself where I definitely want to own my own business. Like, I, I technically do good. own my own business. Yeah. Like, how all three of us like want to start up something, right? Asap to like in the next three to five years. But realistically, like for me, I put like three to five years. That's the mark, because in three to five years, Jen and I plan on buying another home, depending on where that business is going to be. Right. That's another thing too. Um, luckily, I have a few clients that are in real estate and willing to invest, but obviously, that's going to be in the very future. It's not going to be anytime soon, like because I do want to be here and see Empire grow for sure. But realistically, like I, w- I want something
1: for myself. Totally, too. your own baby. Yeah, is that something Jen is going to be involved in too? Like, do you want Jen to be like a part owner of this? Or is I, this going to I be wanted team? her to, yeah. but she's like, you know, this is going to be yours.
2: Yeah, and since I already have the LLC, so it's like it's already in just my name. Like, since she's in school to be registered registered dietitian to be sick oh, to okay. work together, but at the same time, like, I already know we're going to fucking fight. Yeah. So it's a lot. Yeah, because I work a certain way, she works a certain way, and we would just butt heads. And that's the last thing I want for us to do. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure that's the same thing with like you and Linz.
0: Yeah, we have completely different. I, well, the only thing that we have agreed upon is whoever gets, if anyone pops off first. And <laughs> I was like, oh, gladly be your editor. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can just make your TikToks all day and stuff. And yeah, I'll, I'll edit and then hit the course. You know, you I think that's
1: interesting weeks. too, though. Like we all we're all with women that are also pretty forward focused and also have yeah. their own goals and desires. Yeah, I think that's pretty unique. I don't I don't see that a lot. In today's relationships,
0: yeah. I, well, at the same time, I mean, I feel like you don't see it in your surroundings, but I feel like you're starting to see. Well, online see in general, yeah. More is starting to see. Yeah. not necessarily partnerships, but being able to support like the other role. Lindsay
1: like wants to do something with pottery, or she wants to do something on her own outside of teaching. Um, Jen has her own teeth whitening business. Whitney doing the eyebrow tattooing and wants to do something else as well. I think it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Then you guys can both like bounce things off each other and be like. We can support each other's
0: businesses. Yeah. I think the biggest thing has been accountability. That's a big one. There's a… There's there's obviously bouncing ideas. And for me personally, I've had to learn to take… It's, it's harder to take criticism from your significant other, right. I feel, yeah, than…
1: hundred percent.
0: Than someone maybe like you guys yeah. or even someone else who I don't know as much. Right. So, that's been something I've, I've been learning. But I will say the accountability aspect has been huge. Yeah. I would…
1: Does she holds you accountable?
0: Yeah. Okay. So, if it's like let say I'm going to do something. Then now, instead of me being able to just be like, eh, right. whatever. It's like, hey, you said you were going to… I don't know. Something simple. Like, you said you were going to post today. You said you were going to start… See, I appreciate that. And,
1: like, that's something that I'm desiring more too. is, like… Nobody keeps me in check. Like… Yeah. I know, like… It's probably hard, but… I, I don't take criticism well, again, from my partner. I think mm-hmm. it's… I don't know if it's, like, a masculinity thing or what. But <laughs> it's, like… I think very practically. And I think that's always been a disconnect is like trying to get to the emotional level. Like even though I have the emotional understanding, Mm -hmm. I'm not able to get there when I have the practical sense.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: It's like when I get this emotional response, my practical sense goes above the emotional response that trumps your emotional response and I win. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I win no matter what. (laughs) So that makes it hard for me to take advice. It is. like I already know the thing. Why are you telling me to do it? I know I need to do it. Mm -hmm. Why do you got to tell me to do it? Yeah. It's like okay, she's actually just telling me to follow through on what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I feel like that's the biggest thing is it's just action-based. Yeah, it is.
1: Yeah.
2: And that's where like I even ask Jen sometimes, I'm like, hey, like, what should I post like this week? Like what do you… Like if you were someone like that's wanting to like know more about me or about just fitness in general, since obviously it's a fitness page, Mm -hmm. what would you want to know? Because for me like… I'm kind of sick and tired of like being funny. Mm -hmm. Because it's like… Yeah it shows personality but it's also like… Sorry
0: Chris you're not… I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 I hate to break it to you. Hey you're laughing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Inadvertently.
2: Yeah. (laughs) But um, that's what I'll ask her. And she's like… Well first off… Stop reposting the same shit that you posted two years ago. I'm like… Damn.
0: Yeah. It's like, ouch. (laughs) Fuck. All right. (laughs) I'm gonna go. Yeah.
2: I'm gonna just sit outside for an hour. (laughs) But that like it helps me out because then it's like, what else am I gonna post on Instagram besides just like whatever it may be? Right. So it it, like gives me good insight. And then I'll ask you guys like from a friend standpoint, like what should we post? Like what how should I go about this? How
1: should we go about that? Whose opinions do you weigh more? So I think I seek out specific people for advice. In like mentorship, I think that's where like just getting closer
2: to you guys. I would say as of right now, it'd be you two. Yeah, you two, Jen and my mom. Yeah, how does your mom yeah. play a role? Uh, she's more on like, well, you fucked up on getting tattoos. so that's that. <laughs> um, you got a hand tattoo, you can't get a corporate job, but
1: <laughs> but masters uh, out the window. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm like, well, I got a master's degree, whatever, mom. Um, but she plays a role in where she's she comes from a personality where she doesn't know anything about fitness. So it's like doing like simple exercises. Cause like we're we like to think very complex where it's like doing this movement, doing this movement. Like, but everybody knows that. But it's like no not everybody really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause even like a client that I just got, she didn't even know how to do a regular seated row. And I'm just like, that's so simple. Yeah. But then it's like, people don't know. People don't know. But then that's where it's like, I think it's cool how people are posting like just regular basic stuff. So then I'll tell my mom, like, hey, just watch this. I'm not going to post it. Right. But she's like, no, just post more simple exercises that people can do it either at home or even just like getting in more steps. Like, how should I go about walking? Like, Then you're actually educating you know. the
1: people that really need it. Yeah, I think we get caught like trying to be super scientific and in-depth for people that already work out and know how to work out. We should be breaking it down to a basic level for people that need the education.
0: I think it's with anything. We were just talking about an LLC, and that took me forever because I procrastinated on it. Right. If somebody would just give you the template. And it took someone… Well, they didn't even give it… I mean, that's why sites like the Uh, Ink… What was it? Ink file. Ink file. Yeah. So, if anyone needs to build an LLC, they don't know. They can now go to Ink file. I did it through the state, and I didn't even know until someone said… Here's the state website. Yeah, yeah. Go to this this tab right here. Click LLC, and then just fill out all the information. It took me thirty minutes.
2: Yeah, and it takes like a day for you to actually get your paper. Mm-hmm.
0: I felt so accomplished. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, it's so sick. <laughs> Talk I about think a the, real and, dopamine. And rush. I think the next yeah. thing
2: too is like, oh, how do I get a business loan? And then that because my mom, she's in, works in banks. so it's like I don't know how to go about that. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, you have to be in business for two years, then you can get a business loan. Then I asked her like, so how can my friend who just started like an LLC, how does he get a business loan? She like, well, he probably already had businesses prior where he just like made it up for those businesses but used it for this business. Playing the game. Yeah. So I'm just like,
0: ah. I know. And you wouldn't know until you ask. That's the yeah. biggest thing that… You just ask. ask. Reach out to random people yeah. and ask. I mean, mm-hmm. that's why I ended up reaching out to Travis yeah. because I talked to him one time. Yeah. I think, yeah, you were training him at the time. Mm-hmm. I talked to him. You, you, he had like some business sense. Then we went to his grand opening at uh, Stella's. Yeah, and I was like, oh, like he knows, he knows a thing he or two. An so I just, I just reached yeah. out via yeah. Instagram. Yeah, and then you get connected with all, the, all these other people, and I've reached out to other people too, and it's amazing what you, mm-hmm. you just ask. Yeah, doesn't yeah. matter how many followers they have on Instagram or anything. It's just like the worst they can say is nothing. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, Should I throw a you guys? do you it. Um, so you guys talked about how you guys didn't know how to do these things in starting a business and how to create an LLC until someone
1: told you how to do it. So as trainers, what are the things that you think people overcomplicate or don't know the first step or two that would alleviate a lot of the barriers to getting into fitness, to becoming more fit, to becoming more healthy? What are the things and what are the key information is that you could say, hey, th- these are great resources or these are things to learn about that would help somebody take that first step? Because you guys all had a vested passion <clears throat> and interest. There was just something that made it a little bit too difficult for you. So to summarize what Chandler said, I think what he's kind of asking is what are the, what do you see as specific barriers of entry to health and fitness for like the basic client that has a difficult time just starting?
0: I would say a YouTube has everything, but don't just go to your favorite influencer. I would type in, I would put these down on paper. The, I've heard seven and eight. I'll just say seven. The seven fundamental movement patterns is where you should start. Because any good program over the course of a year is going to have all seven, which is your squat, your hinge, your vertical push, your horizontal push, your vertical pull, horizontal pull, and a carry. Or some sort of a core element, depending on who you ask. And obviously, there's more complicated features to that that a coach could go into. But for just a basic program of movement… Right. And this isn't looking at nutrition or any of those things. Write those down and then start looking at all those different exercises. And then you literally have your full body taken care of.
1: And pe- you'd be surprised. You do those… You do that. those seven exercises maybe three days a week. Mm-hmm. People will see massive results. Oh, they see so many gains. And they don't need much resistance. They could use bands. They could use body weight. But from going 0 to 100, like nothing to something… Mm-hmm. You're going to see a lot of progress. And yeah. specifically like… They talk about newbie gains. Oh, yeah. Your body has never had these stimuli. So now you induce the stimulus, you get this response, and your body is now producing an anabolic state. And um, you have the ability to put on some muscle, which is going to increase your metabolism and increase your energy output. Mm -hmm. So, on top of just those exercises, I'd say walk. Yeah. Start walking. Walking's a big one. Twice a day, five minutes. Start with five. Like the atomic habits thing. It's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. just show up at the gym, commit to showing up to the gym. Mm-hmm. You start showing up to the gym. At some point, you're going to start doing something. Yeah. So you start doing something that turns into more things, that turns into you to be, you com- could- committing to becoming a consistent gym goer. And then you wake up one day and all of a sudden, fitness is a part of your lifestyle. Yeah.
2: And I think like one of the big overrated things you guys can might disagree with me on this is the 10,000 steps a day. Where, because since I'm very like research based, where American College of Sports Medicine they came out like I think in 2019, where they said, like just getting seven to eight thousand steps is like sufficient enough. Yeah, as long as they're getting at least half of what their body weight is in water, and then and then like add like 20 ounces of more water after that,
1: like they're golden.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like with those people that have the desk jobs, like that don't again aren't. It, Implementing any of these things are probably yeah. like I see their watches. Like I, I'm sharing with some of those people, like two to five thousand steps. Yeah, you get to ten thousand steps a day, you're doubling your tail, your daily oh, movement, for sure. and that's yeah. an extra five hundred calories burned mm-hmm. if like ish.
2: Yeah, just by walking. And then like do, and like I one thing that I like to do to do with my clients that just start is just going for like a five minute walk after each meal.
0: I was gonna say I don't even yeah. I don't even for new. New people into the gym, it's like don't even focus on steps. Like stop looking at numbers. Yeah, just move. Just, just t- five to yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, Way to a time. It's about habit formulation at the beginning. It's Always with anything. Yeah. So I would say I would say the movement patterns, the seven, you can, seven or eight, depending on who you ask. You can go look those up on Google, and then nutrition. I know we've we've talked about a little bit here, and this is my opinion. You guys can agree or disagree. I, I feel like most diets, they have their places with the unique individual. Right. They're pretty uh-huh. similar. I would say just. Look at your protein in the beginning, right around a gram per pound of body weight. It's pretty yeah. safe, and yeah. most people don't get that. And just start paying attention to it and see if you can get more protein in your diet and then worry about everything from there.
1: I'd say, yeah, focus on the protein and the calories. Yeah. You know, just track your total calories. Don't worry about the carbs and fats at this point. Yeah. Get your protein, see what your daily caloric intake is. Mm-hmm. And like if you can get a BMR done. So, um, a basal metabolic rate using a machine, or you can do calculations online too. You can see what your baseline metabolic rate will be, meaning how many calories you burn at rest. Mm -hmm. So if I'm burning 1,600 calories at rest, I'm going to start taking in 1,600 calories. That means any excess movement I have outside of just living is going to put me at a deficit. Mm -hmm. If I'm at a deficit every day for seven days a week, I'm going to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And if you're getting the the specific protein intake… You're gonna lose body fat. Mm-hmm. So
0: yep. it's a pretty easy breakdown if you think of it that way. It is. And a lot of people, I don't know, you guys have had more clients over the years because you've been training longer. I feel like a lot of people aren't eating enough. No, that's the really first not. that's the first part. Is like I'm like, you might have to stuff your face for a, a few weeks because yeah. <laughs> you're just you're just there's nothing happening in there because yeah. you eat your, you know, whatever bar in the morning and then yeah. you don't eat until six at night. Right. And then you go to bed with a thousand calories in your stomach.
1: And like talking about the circadian rhythm and the timing of your food, I think there's there's data to come out about like eating in a 12-hour window. Your body wants to process food in 12 hours. If you're eating outside that window, your body does not break down things as effectively. You're, not, you're blocking hormones that should be released. So if you're eating too late, you're blocking growth hormone. We need yeah. a growth hormone to reset our system and to recover. If you're not getting adequate sleep because you're eating too late… Again, you wake up with a slower metabolism. So these all play a role in how we work cyclically.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's where like… Kind of like having that habit of like… Okay, if I'm getting off work late… Maybe I should have that meal like either way before… And have just like a snack… Yeah, As I'm like heading home to getting my bed routine going… Mm-hmm. And then I'm able to sleep
1: well. I think if people did that… And they, they tracked their first meal… So my first meal is at 6. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm not going to eat after 6 p.m. If people did that, they would be super surprised mm-hmm. with not only that they sleep better. I could actually use this. They feel rejuvenated in the morning and they actually, they feel more recovered and their metabolism works better mm-hmm. because it's on a clock. That's true. You need to yeah. be at your body. Our body wants input. It wants data and it wants to be on a clock. The same way Andrew Huberman recommends getting sunlight first thing in the day. Mm-hmm. Like he, he says that because the sunlight signals your body that it's, you should be releasing cortisol and you should be awake and highly functioning. Yeah, that, that the sunset induces a response to release melatonin and to get yourself prepared for sleep. Like I, I think we need to think of things more in a rhythm.
2: I think that's where it's like for some people it's tough, especially because like for us in the winter it's dark as hell. It's hard. So I think one thing that I'm gonna definitely invest in is a vitamin D light. Yeah. And they're like, dude, they're like twenty bucks on Amazon. I have a happy light. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> I get you sad do. sometimes. <laughs> If you walk by Austin's house, it's like a it's like a disco in there, dude. Are you sure you're not walking by my house? <laughs> but I grew up in Wisconsin.
1: Oh. Like we had six months of darkness True. and cold, cold, brutal win- winters. Yeah, and like the seasonal depression is a real, real thing. Like coming out here, it's very, very mild. Yeah. But it does make a difference. Just light. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I didn't experience it until moving here.
1: Yeah, because it's like it's in different. Cali, it's just like sunny, sunny or where you were at. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's like sunny majority of the time, and like. Beautiful weather. Yeah. Yeah. It was perfect. I mean, granted, we're like exactly where I grew up. It was very foggy, but like literally just ten minutes south of that. So it's sunny. Clear. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what's uh I guess like the last last segment, unless we just keep going. But <laughs> because we, we might we could be here all day, Dusty. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh so what's what's next? Like what's in the for you guys, whether it's thirty days, ninety till December. What's what's next on uh, to evolve, whether it's entrepreneurial, yeah, just what the value you're providing to clients, to yourself, like what what's kind of on your guys' minds. I think next. we start making
1: more collaborative weekly commitments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we talked about previously at the coffee shop, like having homework that we present to each other each week. Yeah, it's like we can keep ourselves accountable. Like, hey Matt, what do you want to accomplish? Um, going to next Monday. And it's like, okay, I have all this stuff outlined and I'm gonna take care of these things and I'm Chris and I are gonna hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. obviously vice versa yeah. for us. Yeah. Like that's where I could use some help. Yeah. It's like anything specifically? I mean, we could do it right here. Um yeah. I think just organizing my eating, structuring myself so I'm getting enough calories so I can function mm-hmm. for a whole day. So I'm not just so burnt out at the end of the day. Um, and then also just like budgeting financially. Yeah. Budgeting to save and then implementing some short term goals that I can strive for within the
0: next three, six months. Do you think maybe something because the dieting's obviously physical? Anything uh, like maybe the book club? I, I mean you but, don't have to. I'm just I'm just throwing things your way. And I,
1: I can. I think I want to find the right way to do it. Right now my my thoughts are to make like an Instagram or Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And do that. So yeah. even so even that maybe
0: just check in on
1: something like that. Yeah, I could do something like that. I want to make sure it's a priority for me right though. Right now though, right. Like yeah. Make sure that it ma- lines up with what I truly want right now. I think the book club is something I want to do at some point, but I don't think it's a desire for me currently because mm-hmm. I'm not currently reading a ton. I do want to. Mm-hmm. I, that's something I want to start doing again. Yeah. Reading five minutes a day, ish,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like maybe having a weekly goal of how much I want to read for a week. Yeah, yeah or audiobooks or whatever. Right. Nice. What about you, Chris?
2: Um, this is something well I wanted to do with you to add on to your laundry list mm-hmm. of things. But doing that trainer seminar. where oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not seminar, but trainer um, internship where… Because for me, like, I've always given that I have a mastery like you, Matt. Mm-hmm. I l- actually love teaching. Yeah. Um, hence why, like, I did agree to do those seminars. We did, like, what was it, like, earlier last year. Yeah or later, late in last year, um, I love teaching. Especially newer trainers because mm. I wish I got that as a newer trainer. 100%. Because, for example, like my first client ever as a trainer had a heart or had a pacemaker in her heart. Yeah. And I'm just like, dang
0: cardio. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, we're going to do
2: X amount of reps. <laughs> X amount of reps. Imagine like an 18-year-old has zero education and yeah. get that as their first client. I would be like, no, that's, that's not going to happen. So that's where like I want to
1: develop something for newer trainers that they don't get. And for those that don't know, like Chris and I have had people seek us out specifically and ask us, people that are designed to be trainers, ask us questions about being trainers. It's like if we can create the template for what that looks like, maybe Chris more from a… a science background and, and like a kinesiology standpoint and maybe myself for more of an integration inside the gym standpoint, like as far as how you should operate as a trainer and like we can both collaboratively do stuff with marketing and making sure they're setting themselves up for success and yeah. um, just how to create the template yeah. and the foundation. Is this
0: something you guys are wanting to put out there?
1: So we, I talked to Zach about it and… Yeah. Um, I think it's something that we might put on here and like Mm -hmm. make it open to
2: people. See see how how it works. Because it would take on,
1: like, I would say realistically,
2: like two to three quote unquote interns Mm -hmm. at a time. Yeah. Um, Just because realistically, I don't want more than that because it devalues the quality. Right. Because if there's like 10 of them and then they all have questions, it's like, well, just ask me later. Oh, ask me later. It's like, no, I just want two to three. You can ask me as many questions as you want. Mm -hmm. And then go from there like whether it's like from a business standpoint like oh like this is the day to day life as a trainer
1: yeah yeah and there's okay. a couple of ways of doing that so like there's the intern earn, intern perspective and there's like I also discussed doing like every saturday we're doing a 2 hour block where we're just educating and discussing topics yeah like we could do that every saturday for an 8 week period and this is a course almost like a certification mhm I
0: like that idea yeah mm-hmm. okay I mean I feel like that would go into both like of your accountability. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's like I think it's going to be… not Because it's like everybody does it. But I would think that the main difference is they actually get to come in to the gym with us. Because I've done trainer mentorships before. I've gotten great advice from a business standpoint. But I wish I also got that in person. Like I was able to actually ask you a question like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. face-to-face. Not a lot of people are able to get that. Because I got to where like I got through compound performance where um, with Kyle Dobbs and Matt Domning. Like they were phenomenal. But I wish I was actually with them. Like Matt's in Houston. Kyle's in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. So it's like I wish I could either like fly over to them or they could fly over here. And we could actually have a one-on-one conversation. Versus like these newer trainers. Whether they're like straight up 18 or straight out of college or wherever. Starting a new endeavor in life they can actually have a conversation with us. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That's a good idea. Like Any, that.
2: Anything else that you're thinking about? Um, or that you need help with? Anything I need help with? Uh, yeah, same thing with budgeting. Mm-hmm. As you guys know, I'm a very impulsive spender. Same. Um, when I see a new golf club… I'm <laughs> I was, like, like, was going to
0: oh. say, how's that new three-wood working? <laughs> Dude, it is stressful. That is… I honestly wanted
2: to chuck the it. The first
1: few swings were a little choppy, but yeah. you, got it, you got the hang of it. Now it's yeah. fucking now I got launching.
2: It. Yeah, now I got it down. But like… <laughs> When I was first trying it, I was like, "Why the fuck did I buy this?" Yeah. I was ready to break it. <laughs> that was the worst three hundred sixty dollars investment. It wasn't even an investment;
1: it's just it like, a are, toy. Is the golfing a part of this at all? Like, I know we we, we golfed a couple times. Yeah. Um, are there any golf goals?
0: Okay, I have a tangent on this actually. Yeah. yeah, go for it. Okay. Speaking of golf, you can use golf. This is something I've asked other people too, because this is how this is how I'm wired. Okay. Is a hobby like golf? Is a hobby something that you should… Prioritize. Prioritize and focus on to where you get pretty damn good at it. I'm not saying, obviously, you're not going pro. But I'm saying, if it's a true hobby, is it something you just go out and you shank for the next 10 years and maybe have, like, I don't know, 10 good rounds where you parred? Or is it something where your handicap is now, like, in the (laughs) 70s?
1: I want to use Joe Rogan as, like, an example. Because, like, everything he picks up he obsesses about until he does a really, really good job at it. Mm -hmm. I think I'm similar in that way. Yeah, Like, I don't want to just do it. I want to get good at it. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not fun. (laughs) So, it's like I want to really work on perfecting the skill and like improving as much as possible. And I think all all that stuff translates to life too. So yeah, it might just seem like fun and games, but it's a chance for us to socialize and go out and do something. But it's also a chance to like expand and challenge ourselves in something that we're maybe not super adequate at.
2: Yeah. I think that's like thing for me too is… I was always like a decent athlete. But I was never really like great at it. Like I was good at wrestling but I wasn't great. I was a good football player but I wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Like from a private school standpoint, like I was asked… Because literally two guys ahead of me were D1. Mm-hmm. Versus if I went to a public school, I definitely would have started but I was just good. Yeah. It was alright. But that's where like something like I want to obsess with like with golf. Like I want to be really freaking good at it. To where I'm like, okay, I, I can bet like, hey, twenty bucks, I can hit
1: this. Yeah, like fifteen dollars, I can hit this thirty yard putt. Like, I want to be that good. Mm-hmm. But also, we kind of hold ourselves to the standard of what we want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we like criticize ourselves so much for being where we are right now. Yeah, yeah. We haven't put the time in. Right. It's like I get so upset when I shank a ball. I'm like, bro, you've gone golfing twice in two years. <laughs> like, why are you getting so upset? Yeah. I'm like, we catch ourselves. Like, what the fuck am I getting so upset at this? Like, just oh yeah, try to be better on the next swing and. Dude, be a, when okay. we were
2: like our last round, like I literally, <laughs> like I almost threw. Well, he
1: lost the last ball, and he's like, "I'm done. We'll just call it in." <laughs> yeah, I lost my. Austin's last like ball. I, I'm <laughs> shooting par right now. <laughs> we can't he was stop. close, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, Chris is actually giving me a lot of good pointers, even just on like foot position and like, yeah. he's got a really good swing. He could he could grow into it and do pretty well with it.
0: I yeah. think. Go, well, it goes back to auditing. Having yeah, someone yeah. else because even like his, we talked about it the other day. I was like, Hey, like I struggle with this too because yeah. you get a broad back yeah. and yeah. You're, you're almost shallow on the swing instead right. of up yeah. high. Yeah, golf
2: tips 101. <laughs> and what's actually funny is I actually have a golf certification, oh, really? so it's like I can actually coach golfers, but you, you gotta know, stop putting that stuff it. online. <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> the application important. yeah, yeah. But, um, I think that's another reason why, or fun fact, one of the reasons I actually Fully chose to be in Boise is because at Casey's, mm-hmm. since he's a golfer, mm-hmm. he's like, you know, you can train a lot of golfers here, right? And so I got my golf certification along with my CSCS to actually work there. Yeah. Oh, really? So you did that yeah. for a good while, like specifically coaching some golfers. Yeah. Yeah. I was at a, a country club, Crane Creek, shout out. Um, I was there for a little over a year and I trained a lot of golfers. More so from a strength conditioning standpoint, not really… Actually, like a golf pro. Right. Because clearly I'm not one. But I was doing their strength conditioning and it, they did really well and still have decent connections, but that's all the way out there. Obviously, they're not going to want to yeah. drive 30 minutes over to here. Yeah. But it's yeah. that's like I want to get more into that realm because mm-hmm. I enjoy it. Yeah. I actually like golf. I prefer to watch it on TV over any other
1: sport right Man, now. Yeah. It's which is lucrative weird. too.
2: Yeah.
1: I think we should talk about also like our collective goals. Like yeah, you've thrown out some seminars and like how are we gonna yeah. hold ourselves accountable as a
0: group.
2: Yeah. Not well actually let's go with Matt's first because yeah. we haven't got to you yet. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh I have Sorry. no go- I have no goals.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Matt's just here.
0: <laughs> I'm just yeah. Uh I would say accountability wise, for just you know, being trainers at the gym, I still have client, you know, client spots to fill. Yeah. So and I wanna I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. So just making sure I promote myself and whatnot. From my own business standpoint that's slowly becoming more and more of a thing and so over the next six months I would say because I have my first event in November i was excited yeah Spartan trail run uh, it's a half marathon and right now I think I'm I have anywhere from like five to nine people going so it just it just kind of puts stuff on me to obviously make sure I have apparel and everything ready for them make yeah. sure I have like whatever we're going to do after the event, you know, like start planning that event in November. But even before then, to get word out of about it, and for anyone that doesn't know on here, it's, it's called 1% Athletics, W-O-N. It's about hybrid training for an event. We have four events per year yeah. that I'm going to do personally, and I want to make accessible as I build my brand totally. to the people who are either training with me or just want something to train for. Because mm-hmm. I want it to be like, you know, in high school, middle school, college, you, you practiced for something, and I think the gym should be the same way. But I don't think it should be you necessarily have to do something big like an Ironman or something that just takes your your time. But sure. I mean, even going back to the hobby thing, I think you should try to strive for something. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so just getting the brand awareness out, I'm starting to hit up. For example, I mean something local. I'm I'm gonna have a booth at Cuna Days, um, just to nice. see how it goes, kind of experimental. But I'm gonna start hitting up these events in the local Pacific Northwest and Smart. whatnot and set up shop and just start promoting it see what happens and again failing forward yeah i think that's a smart approach to it
1: people want community mm-hmm. like you no know, people don't even have to strive to be doing really well at these races, but they want to be a part of something and have a reason to do something.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think
1: you create a, a really good, a unique market. I don't know right. anybody else that's doing that out here.
0: I think people are, well, I think people are doing it online, but again, they just do things. They're like, hey, you don't have to be as extreme as I am. Yeah. But it's like, but you're extreme, so I want to be like you, so I'm going to go do be something extreme. Yeah. And I think you just eliminate, you know, 80% of the people. Yeah. Yeah. And for example, when we were at Lindsay, uh, Lindsay's Triathlon, not that this was bad, but it was like, We were. She was done for an hour, and people from her race were then just running in. Yeah. And my thought was like, I know they they finished and they they feel proud and they probably train their butt off, but they could benefit from something like, hey, we're just going to do a little bit of training, right? Yeah. So prepare for this. Yeah. So that you're ready and you feel good after, instead of like. Like literally yeah. dragging your legs. Yeah.
1: With these community, with these people committed to the event, are you gonna incorporate like a, a Saturday get together and like do some workouts leading up to the event? I think you should do something like that.
0: I think for the people here, yeah. uh, Some of them who might do it um, are my clients. A couple of them. Yeah. Other people are located in other locations. Okay. I like think my parents might even do it. So it'll yeah. be more of an online basis which okay. is why I want them to show up and then have like, hey, we're going to go to X restaurant or brewery or whatever yeah. after that. Nice, nice do you have a segue
1: tied to that link so where it's like pro- online programming options or like
0: That's kind of the templates. back end that's getting built right now. Okay. I'm still waiting to for some some information on like website development and obviously like the text and email. Click link for your it. program. Yeah. yeah. And so… At this point for the next couple months at least, it's more A figuring out exactly what it is, because that's part of it. I mean, I know what it is, but putting that into maybe, you know, writing yeah. and start to, you know, create that through technology and whatnot and promote mm-hmm. that, which I've started. And then B getting information from people just so you can start sending out, Hey, like we're running this, and then it's going out to X amount of people. So yeah. people yeah. now. So I think it's done. smart. I
1: think it's gonna do yeah. really well. It's like brings
2: like a sense of community too, yeah. whether from like a local level and also just yeah wherever in the U.S.
0: Yeah, like this one's in San Luis Obispo, and I think it'd be cool eventually when it catches on that people who live there. It's like, hey, we're all going to be there. Yeah, like you can run the race and you can beat me on the race, yeah. like <laughs> like either yeah. it's it's like a yeah. challenge. It is, yeah. yeah. You, can you make know,
1: it more like the competition based.
0: So I foresee like the big outcome, but obviously it's just getting things rolling and it's more responsibility on my part, which goes back to the routine. Because I have my responsibilities here. Mm-hmm. So if I don't get up in the morning and have that two hours… Yeah. I don't get the work done. That's It's just extra at that point. Yeah. Like this isn't… Well, then you're no catching up mind. on your run. You're catching right? up on like… Like I have to train for it. I have to be ready for yeah. it because I'm one of the models behind the brand. Right. And then it's like… I don't know. It's all extra. So it's just yeah. carving out the time for the extra.
1: I feel like there has been a shift since you committed to a specific
0: race though. Yeah.
1: like the race started the trickling effect. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. By the way, I just looked
2: up a restaurant I went to in, uh, <laughs> in Slow. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Firestone? Oh, yeah. Firestone Grill? Yeah, you got it. Firestone go there. Grill? Yeah. Right. I'm looking it up right here, dude. Firestone <laughs> Grill? Yeah. Oh, I miss What, it. what My kind of food is it? Just barbecue. Like, oh, nice. Oh, we're their, going. Their tri tip is fire. <laughs> okay. Look at this.
0: I'm trying to find we, it. We got we to <laughs> tag them. November 5th. Yeah. I'll be there. Dude, look at that. Oh, yeah. It looks gnarly. Probably some burn-ins brisket as well in there. hmm <laughs> <laughs> Sound effects.
1: Love it. Yeah. So back to… Okay. So we got everybody's kind of like… Individual. Individual emphasis right now. Like you guys are more aligned with kind of what you're foreseeing. I think I'm still kind of figuring out what to dial in on. Mm-hmm. Like I'm mm-hmm. still taking things on a day at a time. But again, collectively, what do we want to do from an educational standpoint… With it, whether it's seminars or um, continuing to grow through this podcast and maybe uh, expanding in our own ventures as well. I think what I would like to do is,
2: because all three of us have unique ways of training, mm-hmm. where we did a combination of it, where maybe it's like a one phase where it's like eight weeks of this, then another phase of eight weeks of this, then another phase, eight weeks of that. Maybe it could go along with hybrid training, which I am kind of falling in right now. I'm loving yeah. it. Shout out Matt. Yeah. Um, but I think that's like something would be really cool because yeah. we did something collectively like that. Cause you get one mind's great, but obviously if we put all three of us
1: together, dude. And like we could do it like you said, phases. We could have an endurance phase, we could have a strength phase, we could have a power phase. So like we could all incorporate yeah, our input to each phase yeah. and then make it a collective thing to sell or promote for sure
0: especially through here and i think just collectively <laughs> this uh we talked about it the other day is what is this episode five, six, six, six? six dang and just not getting caught up in that we yeah. we met the other day and we're not locked into anything but i think we have the general idea and it's just yeah y- yeah showing up showing up week in and week out week out and none and, of us have not
1: shown up to this yeah, yeah. we've we committed to this and we've been doing it. Right. Yeah. We that says and we still time. do our
2: meetings too. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, last week we did have like a little bit of like a slip up of mm-hmm. not meeting, but like, we which made I think sure. did
1: like take me off of like it did motivation for it. Yeah,
0: yeah, it did. It's amazing what one, one miss does.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where like the three of us having that accountability for each other is really yeah. great.
0: And I,
1: again, like I think you've taken the reins on like making sure we're gathering. Yeah. It's like, sometimes I'm like, in shut off mode and I'm like… Well Thursday it's so… We have it on Thursday and it's like… Yeah. I'm dragging from the week and mm -hmm. it's like okay. Matt's keeping this thing rolling so we're continuing to meet and Chris also and it's like okay. I'm glad you guys are holding this accountable because I want it to do well and I want it to continue to grow too.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that… I mean obviously not filling our cups too full. Just keeping it. I think we got some good things rolling so… Yeah. We do. I I feel like the biggest accountability for us collectively would be narrowing down on… Instead of being like oh I got… X, Y, Z idea. It's totally. like, how about you just… How about dial it you in. You focus on that and that. Yeah. And then together, maybe it's just this for now and… Yeah. Make it great. I think of, we yeah. should…
1: Yeah. That should be our emphasis for right now. It's just like dial in. Mm-hmm. Align di- and yeah. dial in. Let's, let's focus on specific
0: things. For sure. And measure progress. Yeah. hmm I like right. it. Right on. That was legit. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to our internal podcast here at Moderately Successful. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Follow us on Instagram as well. And I'm going to have that TikTok come soon. Don't you worry.